Okay, we are still on 32a, Laman Bez Ahmed Aleph. Um, we are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, line, 10 lines up from the bottom. Um, <clears throat> we had analyzed the prayer that um, Moshe prayed to God to save the Jewish people after the sin of the golden calf. And now we're going to talk about Moshe's prayer to save the Jewish people after the sin of the spies. The sin of the spies was very basically that the Jewish people started to get quite a bit nervous about going into the land of Israel. Would they possibly be able to overtake it and to settle there, or would it just be a suicide mission? And they sent spies, and the spies came back and told them um, pretty uh, disheartening news that it would not work and that we would surely uh, die going into the land of Israel. The Jewish people, in a very significant show of lack of faith, um, took their words seriously and basically uh, rebelled, and they 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 spoke about how how uh, they may as well have stayed in Egypt, and it's just a really uh, sad story, and that type of lack of faith uh, leads um, God to uh, to ponder this idea of destroying the Jewish people again, uh, destroying the Jewish people. Um, and then Moshe, as usual, prays to God and makes sure that doesn't happen. So now we're going to analyze that prayer. And uh, one, the first part that we're going to analyze are the words, Mi bilti yecholes Hashem. So this is Moshe saying that you know what's going to happen. If you destroy the Jewish people, God, uh, before they enter the land of Israel, then the people that are in the land of Israel, they're going to say, um, you know, the, the other nations are going to say that the reason God destroyed them while still in the desert was because God didn't have the ability. God doesn't have the power to make sure that they would be successful in the land of Israel. So um, so now the Gemara is going to analyze those words. For the uh, lack of the ability of God, that's why God destroyed them in the desert, because God didn't have the ability, wouldn't have had the ability to um, provide them that uh, defense once they would enter the land of Israel. That's what people will say. Moshe was telling God. So now we're going to analyze those words. Yachol Hashem Why does it say um, because Hashem's lack of ability? Why didn't it say because Hashem isn't able? Right. That would have been the more um, appropriate way. That would have been the more direct way to say that because Hashem was unable, not because Hashem um, lacked the ability. So why why does the Torah say it like that? So that's what we're analyzing right now. So Amar Belazer Belazer explains Amar Moshe Lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu Moshe said before God, Rebbeinu Shaola, Master of the Universe, Achshav Yomru Umosa Ola. Now the nations of the world will say Tashash Kocho Kinekeva Veeno Yachalahatzel. They're going to say that God's power became weak, like um, that of a woman, and um, God will no long God is no longer able to save them. So that's what Moshe was saying to God. Amar Moshe, Moshe, which then led Hashem to say to Moshe, But wait a minute, didn't the other nations? Didn't they already see all of the miracles that it did for the Jewish people by the sea? I split the sea for them. Of course they know that I would be able to defend them in the land of Israel. Amar Lefanov, so Moshe said back to God, Ribono Sha'ala, master of the universe, Adain Lomar, 
they still can say they would still be able to say that against one king God was able to stand meaning God was able to um, to to defend and to to overtake against the Pharaoh and the Egyptians but against 31 kings which was the number of kings that were currently in the land of Israel God would not be able to and that's where the other nations minds will go now it's hard to explain how this little back and forth between Hashem and Moshe between God and Moshe answers the question as to why Moshe said the words that God is God lacks the ability is what the nations will say and not God is unable um, it's hard to really understand exactly what this is saying but um, basically one of the concepts may be is that to say that God is unable to do something God is unable um, would it make sense because God is God and if God by referencing God, you're referencing the infinite nature. So to say God is unable wouldn't do the trick. Um, would it would just wouldn't make any sense. Whereas to say God lacks the ability in some way because that's more indirect, it wouldn't be as much of a statement that would that would be um, a contradiction to. The word God in of itself. So it's a bit complicated, um, but this story itself is interesting. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, let's go further. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, From where do we know that God returned and uh, agreed to Moshe? Shinemar, as the verse says, God said, I have forgiven them because of your words. Um, um, the idea is, is according to your words, meaning you are right, there would be, your words were correct, one day the nations of the world would have said like you said, and that's, uh, that's one of the reasons I'm not going to go follow through with the destruction of the Jewish people. Um, and the Gemara now is going to conclude, Ashrei Talmud Shurab Modalo, praiseworthy, or Fortunate is the student whose teacher agrees with him. All right, let's go on to the next part of the uh, next part of the analysis of the prayer of Moshe to God after the sin of the spies. Ulam chai ani, but as I live. Um, so this is uh, God speaking. Uh, this teaches that Hashem said to Moshe, 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 your words have kept me alive. In other words, your words have kept me alive amongst the nations because if I would have gone through with the destruction, the nations would have lost their belief in me. In other words, I would have died in their minds. And your words kept me alive in their minds. Okay. Um, now we're going to go back to the ver to the original discussion here, which is all about how to prepare properly for prayer. Tarshabi Simlai Simlai says the Olam Yisader Adam Shivachoshal Kadosh Baruch Hu Va'Acher Kach Yispalel. A person should always order and and uh, order and um, and share God's praise before praying. So first the praise and then praying. Praying usually is like supplications. Minolan. 
Now, from where do we know that this is true? Mi Moshe. We know it from Moshe. The Chesiv, as the verse says, Va'eschanan el Hashem ba'esahi. And I prayed to Hashem at that point. Uchsiv, and it says a little bit further, Hashem Elokim, Lord our God. Um, you have begun to show your servant as God your greatness and your strong hand. Um, you have shown who has strength in the heavens and on the earth. Um, and that who can perform actions like yours and like your might. So first we see a prayer. First, this praise, the God, Moshe is praising God. And then right after that, it's Let me cross over and see the great land. In other words, it's Moshe then pleads to God, uh, asks of God, requests of God, please let me um, enter the land of Israel. So first God, Moshe prays, uh, praises God, and then Moshe prays, Moshe supplicates. So uh, we see that that's the order that it should be in. And uh, the truth is, is that's the order that we have in our Amidah. That's the order we have in our main prayer service. First we praise, and then we um, do our requests, and then we have our thanksgiving. Okay, we are now going to, um, by the way, those words in the parentheses are just a mnemonic for what's to come next. And now we're going to turn to Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis 32b, and um, we're going to talk more about that, about this prayer of Moshe. Amar Belazer Belazer says, Gedolat Fila Yosrimasim Tovim. Prayer is even greater than doing good deeds. Shein Lachagadol Bamasim Tovim Yosrim Moshe Rabbeinu. Yoser me Moshe Rabbeinu. Because you have no one that is as great when it came to good deeds more than Moshe. Afal Pike, nonetheless, the Lone'ene Elodit Fila, Moshe was only answered by God. Moshe's request was only uh, was only re- re- um, answered by God when Moshe prayed. Shenemar, as the verse says, "Al Tosef Daber Eli, don't speak to me more about this." Meaning, stop your praying, Moshe, about wanting to go into the land of Israel. and right after that, it says, "Ale Rosh go up to the cliff, and you'll be able to at least see the land of Israel, even if you won't be able to go into it." So even though Moshe did, ton- did tons and tons of good deeds, it was only once he prayed that he even got to come close to the land of Israel, which was by going up onto a cliff and being able to see it. By the way, Moshe was not was uh, specifically not allowed to enter the land of Israel. The reason for that is for something that happened um, during the in, er, earlier on in the history in the desert. Uh, this is not the time or place for to discuss that, but it is an interesting discussion. The Amar Rabbelazer says, "Gedola Tanis Yosher Min Fasting is considered even greater than giving charity. My time, what's the reason? Zebe gufo, because fasting is done with one's body. Zebe mamono, whereas tzedakah, charity, is only done with one's money. Ve Omar Rebbe Lazar. Um, and um, Rebbe Lazar said, and uh, Rebbe Lazar said, Gedola tefila yoser min hakarbanos, greater is prayer than even the sacrifices offered in the temple. Shnemar, as the verse says, Why do I need your multitude of sacrifices? This is what God is telling the Jewish people. But then it goes on to say, um, And when you uh, spread your hands, which is a reference to prayer, 
um, and then the rest goes, um, God will basically hide from that. So the idea here is, what we see here is, is that God said, I don't need your sacrifices, that those are not powerful enough to sway me, because at this point in time, the Jews weren't being great. Um, and then God goes on to say, and your prayers aren't powerful enough either. So obviously, they would seem to show you that prayers are even more powerful than sacrifices because it's saying that even prayers are not going to work to sway me. All right. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Kol kohen shahargas nefesh lo yisa es kapav. Rabbi Yochanan says, um, anyone, any kohen, any priest that uh, killed somebody, is not allowed to duchen, is not allowed to bless the congregation. Um, outside of Israel, the Kohanes get up on the festivals in front of the congregation and do the priestly blessing. In Israel, they actually do the priestly blessing at every single prayer, at, the, at every prayer service that has the priestly blessing, which is twi- um, which is every single morning. Um, Shenemar, and where do we know that this is the case that someone that uh, Kohen that killed somebody cannot do the priestly blessing? Shenemar, as the verse says, Yudechem domim maleu. So it's remember when you spread your hands, and that's also a way to describe the priestly blessing. Um, and it says basically, when you spread your hands, God's going to hide from you. Why? Your hands are full of blood. In other words, you have your murderers. So the idea is, is that God hides from the priestly blessing said by murderers. So obviously, if you're a murderer, so you killed somebody, you're not allowed to do the priestly blessing. All right. Um, another statement from Rabbi Lazar. The Amar Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Lazar says, "Me Yom Shecharav Beis Hamikdash." From the day that the holy temple was destroyed in Jerusalem, Ninalu Sharei Tfila, the gates of prayers were locked. In other words, our prayers. Um, we're not going to be as easily go up to God as before. Shenemar, as the verse says, Even when I would cry and I would plead, God shut out my prayer. Now, even though the gates of prayer may be locked, um, the gates of tears are not locked. Are not locked. Shenemar, as the verse says, Shimat filasi Hashem, listen to my prayer, God. The Shavasi Hazina, my supplication, please listen to. El Dimasi al Techerash, and to my um, to my tears, do not be silent. So we're asking God first to listen to our prayers because prayers um, are not necessarily even listened to anymore because the gates of prayer have been. Lot, so they can be listened to, but it's not going to be as it's not uh, as simple. Um, and whereas when it came to the to the tears, the way it's the verse says is, do not be silent to them. So in other words, the tears are accepted. Now we want a re- the proper response. Don't be silent in your response. That's the idea. So we see that tears are even more powerful. Ravalo gazar tan lisa biyom deeva. Rava would not make a fast day on a cloudy day, right? If you if the if there was a need for a fast day, Rava would not declare one on a cloudy day. Mishum Shenemar, because the verse says, Sakosa va'anon lach me avor You hold yourself in with a cloud so that the prayers could not pass through. So. Rava was in a way, although this is uh, obviously there's a symbolism here, Rava was taking this verse very seriously that clouds are almost an obstacle to prayer. 
And Rabbi Lazar had says, From the day that the holy temple in Jerusalem was destroyed, an iron wall uh, now stands between the Jewish people and their father in heaven. Shinemar, as the verse says, Now take for yourself, a pan of iron, and make it as a um, as a iron wall between you and between the city. Um, in other words, that's the idea here, is that there is going to be an iron wall that separates God and uh, um, and uh, Jerusalem and the people of Jerusalem and the and the Jewish people. All right, so now we are uh, going to go a little bit. Now we're going to continue on. To discuss um, to discuss prayer and uh, our attitude towards prayer. Amr Rabbi Chanin, Amr Rabbi Chanino. Rabbi Chanin said in the name of Rabbi Chanina. By the way, we're on the first of the the first of the middle, like the middle sized lines. So there's the skinny, there's the middle size, and there's the very wide. We're at the first um, line of the middle size lines. Amr Chanin, Amr Rabbi Chanin, Rabbi Chanin said, Rabbi Chanin said in the name of Rabbi Chanina. So anyone who elongates their prayer, their prayer will not be returned empty-handed. From where do we know this? From Moshe. Shenemar, as the verse says, the verse says, and I will pray to God. And then it says, Hashem um, And Hashem listened to me that time as well. And the idea is, is that Moshe is talking about the prayer that he did while he was on Mount Sinai. He was on Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights, which uh, makes it seem like this prayer was a 40 day long prayer. And the way the verse finishes is Hashem listened to me. So we see that a long prayer is a prayer. If you spend a long time praying, it will be answered. Ini. But now the Gemara is going to ask on it. Is this really true? Anybody that elongates their prayer spends a lot of time in prayer and thinks about it, will end up um, coming to pain of the heart. Meaning, when we say thinks about it, meaning thinks that because they prayed for a very long time, then God will surely answer their prayers. So anyone that thinks like that, um, even if they do pray for a very long time, will end up with a heartache. Shinemar, as the verse says, um, which basically means um, elongated prayer is a illness for the heart. Now, what do you do? What can you do to uh, to cure this heartache? Go and study Torah. Shinemar, as the verse says, um, the tree of life is a desire that comes. So another we know that the tree of life is a reference to the Torah, Shinemar, as the verse says, It is a tree of life for those that grasp onto it. Um so uh, and by the way, we say that um we say that about the Torah every time we read the Torah and take it out at Shul, at synagogue. Um and what we do see here as well is that long prayer um is a is actually not beneficial. It actually causes heartache. Lo kasha. 
So now we have one one passage that said that elongating your prayer um, secures a a response from God, and we have that one one passage that says elongating prayer is actually um, actually a great um, a great way to bring a recipe for heartache. So how do we um, reconcile those two passages? Lokasha. The reconciliation is very simple. It's not a question. Where it's heartache is when you elongate your prayer, but you also believe and you also think that, oh, I'm, I'm elongating my prayer and therefore it will be answered. And where it will be answered is where you're just elongating prayer naturally, not because you think that it will definitely be answered that way. Rabbi Chama said, and the, uh, Rabbi Chama uh, the son of Rabbi Hanina said, Adam If you see that you were prayed and it was not answered, you should go back and pray again. Shedemar, as the verse says, Hope to God, um, strengthen and fortify your heart, sorry, strengthen yourself, and God will fortify your heart, and then it says again, hope to God. Um, so the idea there is, is that it says it's hope to God. So pray and then pray again. And that's uh, how you could then be feel even better about your prayers. Tanurabanan. Now that we spoke about strengthening yourself and God fortifying us. Now we're going to talk about strength. Tanurabanan, the rabbi says, There are four types of people. By the way, we're on the third, right at, uh, we're on the third, beginning of the third wide lines. Tanurabanan, the rabbi's taught, there are four people that need strengthening. And these are the four people or the four activities that people are involved in. What are they? Torah. Um, Torah is Torah study. It needs constant strengthening in order for it to, uh, to continue. Umasim tovim. And doing good deeds. Uh, again, you need to constantly strengthen yourself to be consistent. Tefillah, praying. Again, you need to strengthen yourself to be consistent. And earning a livelihood as well. Okay, so there are four people or four activities that people pursue that need constantly strengthening to be consistent about them. Now we're just going to quickly show the verses that show this. From where do we know that you need to constantly strengthen yourself to... Can be consistent about Torah study and good deeds. Shnemar, as the verse says, um, be strong and fortified. Ma'od very much. Lishmor to keep or to guard. Lasos and to do kechol haTorah, the entire Torah. Chazak, but so the reason it has the double language of strengthen and then fortify yourself is chazak. But Torah is a reference to the Torah, to learning Torah. You have to be strong. And amatz, fortify yourself. Is bemasim tovim is when it comes to good deeds. To feel a minayim from where we know that you'll need constantly strengthening when it comes to davening. Shnemar, as the verse says, kaveil Hashem, pray to God or hope to God, which is prayer. Chazak v'yameitz libecha, strengthen and fortify, and your heart will be fortified. V'kaveil Hashem and hope to God. So again, you have to strengthen yourself to be consistent about praying. Derech eretz minayim from where do we know that you'll need to constantly strengthen yourself too. Uh, be consistent about providing a living. Shinemar, as the verse says, Be strong and let us be strong on behalf of our people. 
And um, the idea, this was a this was a verse from a discussion of war, which is a type of earning of your livelihood of soldiers, and it would be a, it would be uh, referencing all types of livelihood. All right, we'll uh, stop here from t for today. Have a uh, Shabbat Shalom, and uh, we'll be in touch soon.